Welcome to the Primal Pioneer, a no-nonsense podcast teaching you how to rewild your life and heal your body using nature's medicine kit. I'm your host, Heather Shepard, classical homeopath, author of The Sunlight Rx, and alternative healer. For the past decade, I've been helping people overcome acute and chronic health disorders and brain injuries using a 100% natural approach. Enjoy this episode and subscribe to this podcast to stay informed about your body, your health, and how to lead the healthiest life possible, even amidst our crazy modern world. The following episodes are a true story about me and my partner Jen's rewilding journey and quest. I will tell this story in audiobook form and hope that you not only enjoy this very alive, living, breathing, personal rewilding quest that I share with you, but also that my story inspires, motivates, and teaches you how to rewild your life as well and the importance of it because our health and the survival of our planet depends on it. Interlude number two, why juicing is a bad idea. Juice fasting has become a go-to for people looking to cleanse, detox, and improve their health. It's even used as a way to attain enlightenment and spiritual clarity, making juicing not only a path to improved health, but to spiritual growth and enlightenment. It's called upon by gurus, cancer patients, by the mucus and phlegmy constitutions, by the overweight, by the vegans, and now as a preventative measure against COVID. The only problem is all of these claims are false. The number of people today juicing in hopes of improved health is absolutely insane. I'm blown away by how many people think this is a healthy practice or a good idea when it comes to our health. And I'm even more blown away by the number of alternative docs, the naturopaths, the functional medicine docs. These people in positions of quote-unquote power, not all of them, but many of them are promoting juicing as a way to heal and a way to cleanse. And people are receiving this information from the quote-unquote professionals and they're taking it as truth. Today, I'm going to teach you why juicing isn't just a bad idea when it comes to our health, but why it's actually a dangerous idea. So to start with, let's just briefly examine why people feel they need to cleanse and why they need to detox in the first place. And typically, we believe we need to cleanse from our bad diets and our sedentary lifestyles, right? And while there is often some validity to this, if we're being more sedentary, if we're eating fast food, if we're eating lots of carbs or sugar, then of course, we need to examine this and uh, make healthier food choices. But we also need to examine what actually caused the bad diet the bad diet and sedentary habits in the first place and by cause i mean what drove you your body your brain chemistry um your the signals that stimulate cravings what caused these things to fire in the first place because people don't gain weight or feel inflamed or like they need to cleanse 
when they eat a diet rich in healthy, high-octane protein, animal protein, seasonal veggies, healthy fats, we don't feel like we have to cleanse when we're eating this sort of ancestral template diet. Rather, people feel like they need to cleanse when they drink too many sugary Starbucks drinks or they eat too many sweets, they eat too many carbs, then they should, right? It's not the healthy meat and the wild-caught fish that drives people to juice cleanse. It's the sugar, the carbs, the pies, the milkshakes, the biscuits, burritos, the Cheetos, right? That really drives people to say, hey, I'm not feeling good. I'm feeling sluggish. I'm putting on weight and I need to cleanse. So these types of foods, the carbs, the sugars, the excess fruits, the processed and packaged foods, they make us feel sluggish and heavy, fatigued, unmotivated, really. And so a common thing that we do when our carb tolerance kind of starts to tip, meaning our waistline start to grow and we start to become symptomatic, is that we often turn to juicing as a way to help rectify you know, everything we've just done to our body. But as I'll explain throughout this episode, the reason why we started to crave those foods in the first place is due to a few things. One is eating unseasonal foods. So we really want to take this into consideration when making our food choices. Yes, to support local farmers, of course, and local agriculture and our local communities, right? But also what people don't quite yet understand, but what our ancient ancestors inherently did is they ate seasonally. The foods that you eat seasonally are grown under the same sunlight that you're exposed to. And so when we start eating out of season, we start eating foods that are grown in a different light environment that we're actually exposed to. And one of the most classic examples is if you live at a high latitude um, let's just take upstate New York, for example. I'm here visiting my family right now. And this is a place where UV light, that strong sunlight that allows us to make vitamin D and have healthy uh, blood sugar and uh, healthy blood pressure levels, right, starts to diminish right around this time of year. This is late August now, and it'll continue to diminish It'll actually leave the sky in, uh, I believe, September here. And so as soon as UV light leaves your area, that is also going to limit the amount of foods that can be grown in your area. So carbohydrates, fruits, certain vegetables depend on UV light in order to grow. You can't grow fruit without UV light. You can't grow carbohydrates or grains without UV light. So when that UV light goes away, this is when our diets need to shift. And this is what I teach all of my students and clients. This is a key to reducing inflammation, maintaining a healthy weight, is that we have to start respecting the light cycles we're exposed to and make our food choices based on the light cycles and I'll explain why throughout this episode why that's so important but the reason we start to crave sugars carbs fruits processed and packaged foods even grains uh, bread is because 
when we're not in a strong light environment, we need to reach for something to meet our energy needs. You see, because sunlight provides our body with two-thirds of our energy production needs. Food only provides us with one-third of our energy production needs and requirements. So when that strong light, that UV light, that really drives our energy production inside the mitochondria, when that light starts to go away, then our energy levels will just naturally start to reduce unless we can tailor our diet to our environment and also add in some other biohacks to help support our energy levels as the seasons change as well. But when we, let's say we don't do that, we continue to eat carbs when the UV light goes away, we continue to eat fruits and foods that are out of season. What happens is that we start to crave those foods and that's when we start to gain weight and we start to become symptomatic. And so if we really want to get to the heart of why we crave things in the first place, we really have to start by examining examining our light environment and examining our computer time, our Wi-Fi time, our phone time, our EMF exposure is huge as well. So I wanted to preface this episode by just first starting at the root of why we want to juice fast in the first place because we've got off track with our diet and by doing so that has caused our body to become inflamed or gain weight or become symptomatic in some way that makes us feel uncomfortable and so then we turn to um, common fasts or cleanses to try to get us back on track What I'll also mention here before I dive more into the nuts and bolts around juicing and why I'm not a fan of it is that if you're getting exposure to strong sunlight like our ancient ancestors did, they were outside living in sunlight um, and even when it's summer outside, they didn't stay outside like most people. They stay inside when the summer comes because they get too hot. They were outside in much of that summer sunlight. And when you're able to do that, you will not experience the negative symptoms and side effects that naturally occurring carbohydrate-rich foods and fruits tend to uh, produce in us. They produce side effects when we are not living in harmony with uh, nature. Okay, and so when we disconnect from nature, we live predominantly indoor lives, we live predominantly on our iPhones and Zoom and our computers. This right here is what makes the carbohydrates more damaging and the fruit intake more damaging um, because we're not in the sunlight that these foods were grown under. And I'll get into why this actually happens here as we get into the to the episode but I just wanted to preface with that we need to start at the root why do we look to juice fasting in the first place because we've gotten off track with our health with our diets we've had us and then some symptoms show up as a result and so then we need to look to cleanse or fast or that's the program the story that we tell ourselves right 
So let's talk about juicing here because juicing really gained popularity after a guy named Dr. Max Gerson started the Gerson diet. The Gerson diet is largely a vegetarian diet for cancer patients, particularly cancer patients um, looking to go the alternative route. They don't want to do the chemo. They don't want to do the radiation. They want an alternative. And while today's rendition of the Gerson diet is nowhere near the original creation and therefore people are nowhere near as successful on the Gerson diet today for approaching their cancer, the original Gerson diet was somewhat successful for many reasons. And um, the original Gerson diet, I will say, included juicing primarily vegetables and it did not use the juicers that we use today that turn our carrots, apples, beets, celery, etc. into liquid, but it used a type of juicer that actually preserved the sodium-potassium ratio inside the vegetables because it uses a certain press in order to keep the cell membrane intact and, and thereby preserving the sodium potassium that um, actually are included in the cell wall of vegetables. And this is important because the, these two minerals here, sodium potassium, make up the electrical charge in our mitochondria. In the mitochondria, that's the tiny cells that allow us to produce energy. And so the stronger charge we have surrounding our cell the healthier we'll be. And so cancer really is caused by a decrease in the electrical current around our cells. And this electrical current is particularly weak in, say, um, the area that one has cancer in or the area that ha that one has any issue in, right? So let's take cancer, for example. The breast tissue will have a lower voltage or electrical charge in it. Colon cancer, the colon will have a lower electrical current or charge in it. Same with the liver, same with the pancreas and pancreatic cancer. These organs that are affected have a lower electrical current or electrical charge running through them. And in order to heal any area of the body and in order to heal cancer, we have to restore and revitalize the electrical current or charge in the cell of the affected organ. And to do this, we need to build the charge around surrounding the cell. Okay, and, and this charge we learned from the work of Gerald Pollock in his fourth phase of water and many people who pioneered the way um, around discovering structure water and the current and the charge around our cells, right? Um, we need to look to their work to, to really, really understand this connection. And if anyone is interested in learning more about this, Gerald Pollock's book, The Fourth Phase of, Wa Fourth Phase of Water, is a super easy read. Um, it's kind of like a textbook layout. So I want to, you know, prepare people for that because it's not just, you know, like you're reading a novel. It's a textbook read. There's some great pictures in it to help you really understand the importance of this charge around this cell. 
he refers to it as structured water, the fourth phase of water. And so um, his work does a great job of talking about this. But basically, each cell in your body ideally has this gelatinous substance that surrounds each cell. And this is the structured water that Gerald Pollack has really talks about and goes into detail about in the fourth phase of water. And the, the thicker the structured water that surrounds your cell, then the more charged the cell will be the more charge it will have the more energy you'll have the longer you'll live and so if we look to the original way of juicing um, that kept the cell wall of the vegetables intact and preserved the the sodium potassium charge this is one reason why that the, the original Gerson diet was so successful because it pressed the vegetable juices in such a way that kept the sodium, the potassium molecules intact. And this is something our modern day juicers do not do. And this, I am sure, attributed to the early success of uh, the Gerson diet that many, many people had. So here's another thing that most people don't know about the original Gerson diet is that with each veg vegetable juice that one would drink, the protocol called for a serving of fresh pressed raw liver juice as well. Liver is likely one of the most important foods, not only for cancer patients, but for modern people as well. Anyone, if you're healthy, if you're unhealthy, we need to eat more of these what we call organ meats, ancestral foods, you know, these foods are very, very rich in nutrients and minerals and liver, grass-fed liver in particular, is rich in bioavailable. I mean, when I say bioavailable, I mean, you you take these foods in and your body can readily, easily use this and turn it into nutrient and turn it into energy and really use the nutrients in the food. Unlike, say, vegetarian proteins and beans and um soy these foods are not bioavailable your body cannot readily use and turn that protein into fuel nor can it readily absorb the minerals and nutrients in those foods because there's a lot of anti-nutrients in those foods that block the bioavailability grass-fed liver is rich in bioavailable vitamins b c a d potassium copper coq10 and protein and we all would benefit from experimenting with ways to get this food into our diets on a more regular basis but really the original gerson diet called for serving a fresh pressed raw liver juice with each glass of vegetable juice that one would consume. This is not how modern people go about their juice fast today. It's not how people with cancer go about their cancer protocols, uh, their juicing cancer protocols today. So we really need to keep that in mind. I'll talk about why here throughout the episode, why this was such an important combination to have. But I also want to note that 
our environment has changed so drastically today, we can't just simply look to diets and juice fast and expect to reap these amazing healing breakthroughs that we're searching for. Because modern people have a huge, huge addition to their environment that when the Gerson diet was founded and started in the early 1900s really didn't exist in the way it does today and that's our EMF EMF environment. Our EMF environment has changed so drastically since the origin of the Gerson diet, right? That this diet is now outdated, it's inadequate and at this time we have to shift our healing protocols to counter the toxins in our environment if we really want to succeed with our health. So this is really this is really common today not only um, with regard to juicing but we'll take diets or pieces of diets um, from people around the world say the Mediterranean diet um, a Greek diet will will really take off with these diets and say, hey, if we just eat this diet, just like the Mediterranean people did, we'll have awesome health. Or if we just juice, we'll prevent cancer, or be able to heal our cancer, or we'll cleanse because people in past time have done that. But we have to really take into consideration that the environment is drastically different today. And it's simply not enough just to change our diet in order to improve our health. Because the environment is so drastically different. Diet is incapable of giving us the full Monty benefits that we want to live, that we want to embrace, that we want to live every day. Um, And so in order to truly heal, we have to look at changing our environment in the environment we're exposed to, and I'm specifically talking about our EMF environment that we're exposed to today, because I think I read uh, the minimum amount of devices in a home today is something like 21. That includes cell phones, Bluetooth devices, anything wireless, cable TV, satellites, and then if you just add in the exposure you get from your neighbor as well, the exposure we have to microwave, EMFs, um, to radio frequencies is absolutely off the charts. And so we cannot simply rely on something like a juice fast or any diet for that matter and expect to re- reap the health benefits because we're, we're not changing the environment that's actually fueling the sickness. So this is also a reason I'm not a huge fan of juicing today because it's actually not going to do anything to heal our environment and thereby and thereby uh, heal our bodies. We really have to start with uh, reducing our EMF exposure. And this, however, is is a topic for a different episode. Right, the the effects of EMFs on our body, on our health, on our ability to heal. But I just want to mention that today, 
Modern juicers break the cell walls down of the plants and so vigorously that this sodium to potassium ratio is broken. When this happens, it completely negates any of the health benefits that juicing can actually provide, if any, for modern people. Um, so I will say that, and I will also just say that the EMF environment is, is absolutely huge to start with. No matter what diet you're reaching out, reaching for, turning to, to improve your health, start with your EMF environment. And, and I'll explain this here in, in just a second. I'll, I'll tie this all in together. There's so many different pieces to consider, I'm not great at keeping things in a cohesive manner, so I'm going I'm trying my best <laughs> to keep this all in a cohesive, clear uh um outline for you all. Um so let's go with the juicer that I recommend because if you do want to juice and you're like die hard, you're like you no matter what you say, Heather, I'm still gonna juice, okay? There is a juicer that keeps the cell wall structure intact and thereby it preserves this sodium-potassium ratio, keeps the cell membrane intact. So if you are going to reap any benefits from juicing, you're going to want to get the Norwalk juicer. This is a hydraulic cold-pressed juicer and it'll run you about 2K plus, okay? It's, It's not cheap. Um, and this is why also other people are like, oh, I'm going to start juicing and you can buy a juicer for like 50 bucks, a hundred bucks today. And that's a total waste of money. It's not going to do anything for your health. In fact, as I continue throughout the episode, you'll learn that it's actually a dangerous practice for your health. Um, but if you want to juice for health benefits, there's, um, a lot to consider. I want to make this really clear and I'm going to, before you're like, okay, I'm trying to like outweigh what are the risks, the benefits, is juicing worth it because it's a lot of energy, it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of vegetables, so with everything I've mentioned thus far, let's just break it down, let's, I'm going to talk about and outline five key things to consider here so you can outweigh for yourself, is it, you know, uh, juicing, is there a benefit here? Um, or should I just can it? So here are the top five things I want you to consider before you just dive into your juicing practice. Number one is the type of juicer you're using. If you're going to juice, if you want to get any benefit from it, you need to get the Norwalk juicer. I have no financial ties to them. I have no links to them. You know, just Google the Norwalk juicer, look for the hydraulic cold press version. If you want any benefits from juicing, you're going to need to get a juicer like that. Number two is to focus on vegetables. We should not be juicing fruits. That's not going to get the health benefits um, that we're seeking in a juicing practice. So we want to focus on vegetables, particularly green vegetables. Number three is in order to assimilate the water-soluble nutrients in cold-pressed juicers like the Norwalk juicer, then we need to simultaneously drink our juice with the fresh-pressed liver juice like the original Gerson diet outlined and emphasized. Liver juice, it's rich in protein and fatty acids, and 
you need protein and fatty acids present in order to actually utilize the water-soluble nutrients that are present in the juice. So um, nobody on this planet, human beings, are not meant to be vegans and nor vegetarians. Um, we need animal protein and animal fats in order to actually utilize water-soluble nutrients that are contained in vegetables. So if you, and this is like, this is hardcore. If you want to go bang for your buck when it comes to juicing, you get out your fresh-pressed liver juice, grass-fed, and, um, you know, research the original Gerson diet, original. There's a lot of BS out there on, like, modified Gerson diets for the modern person. Just forget that. It's not going to get you the outcome you want. If you really want to do this and benefit from it, you got to add in the liver juice. That right there, about 99% of people are probably going to be like, I'm good. (laughs) But if we really want to get the bang for our buck with juicing, that's an important step. Number four is that you need to be in strong sunlight in order to get the max, max benefits of juicing, which I'll explain why next. This is absolutely key. And I'll get into that after this um, segment here. So number five, you can juice your heart out, right? In the best of ways, go all out and still not benefit if you live your life tethered to EMFs. So bringing this back around, if you're tethered to your iPhone, Wi-Fi, cable TV, Netflix, etc., this is going to totally negate any of the benefits of juicing because this is why. And this is really what I want you to take home at the very least with regard to EMF exposure and how it dismantles your health. EMF, and I should say man-made EMF because sunlight has EMF, but it's nature-based. This is our natural native source. This is native EMF coming from the sunlight in our bodies designed to run off of native EMF. Shit hits the fan with our health when we live tethered to man-made EMF. Man-made EMF does a lot of things to the body, but for the sake of this episode and the juicing talk, I'll say that it dehydrates the cells. So it shrinks the water that surrounds your cell, diminishing the electrical charge around your cell, okay? And this is a huge cause of cancer, of leg cramps, of restless leg, of all of our chronic diseases today. What EMF exposure also does is it inflates our BUN to creatine ratio. And this is a huge sign that the electrical current inside your cells is diminishing and that your rate of aging is increasing. So when this happens, your cells become dehydrated and it sets the stage for adrenal fatigue, poor gut health, and every single chronic disease today. This is why when I see people juicing, yet they are doing their Zoom calls on Wi-Fi, they're sticking their cell phone in their bra or their back pocket, or um, they hold their cell phone up to their ear when they talk, 
or you know they rely on Wi-Fi for whatever reason work play Netflix streaming it absolutely it drives me absolutely nuts it drives me insane because we're not we're we're trying to do something so beneficial for our health by putting all this time, energy, and attention into juicing when at the same time we're absolutely negating any benefit that may give us by being in a strong EMF environment. We don't take EMF seriously enough. And if we did, we wouldn't be in as big of a health mess, a health crisis as we are today. If you really want to do something to support your health, to cleanse, like forget juicing, put your cell phone down, um, hardwire your internet, get rid of your Wi-Fi, because just by doing this, you're going to rebuild the electrical charge around each one of your cells. Your cells will literally become more hydrated with highly charged structured water around them and when you can achieve this you're going to freaking win when it comes to improving your health now let's segue into something i just mentioned that deserves much more attention when it comes to making healthy food choices and intelligently navigating and deciphering what foods are actually healthy and what foods actually are not because our food, the information around food today is so confusing and contradictory that most people have no idea what to eat. They feel confused and I want to try to make this very simple for you, okay? And in order to do so, we have to have a conversation about sunlight. And I'm going to specifically talk about the connection between sunlight and juicing for the sake of this episode. Um, But this should really make other aspects of your dietary choices really clear as well. And it should really make crystal clear why I, I don't juice. I don't recommend juicing to my clients. I don't teach any of my students to juice and I, I just simply don't recommend juicing, period, for modern day people. So when you juice, you press the fruits and or vegetables you're using into their liquid form. Most fruits and vegetables contain an isotope of hydrogen called deuterium. Many of you may have heard of this. I'm going to talk a little bit now, connect it in with juicing, okay, because this is a very, very important reason as to why juicing is so detrimental to our health. So let's talk about deuterium because deuterium is literally a heavy form of hydrogen and it's naturally contained in fruits, many vegetables such as nightshades. Deuterium's contained in the liquid portion of many foods. Carb-heavy foods, including grains and potatoes, these contain a lot of deuterium. Plants get rid of their deuterium by putting it in their sugar storage, which is why fruits, grains, potatoes, etc. are higher in deuterium. So deuterium occurs naturally in nature and it's especially helpful in making things grow. It allows things to grow, to mature, such as bacteria, flies, even young animals and babies, uh, deuterium 
literally helps things grow faster. So as humans age and stop growing, we become more susceptible to the negative effects of excess deuterium. And when we get excess deuterium from our environment, foods, especially fruits and grains and carbs and artificial blue light is a source of deuterium, causes this inflammation in the body. If you don't engage in ways to help you naturally deplete the deuterium from your cells and from your mitochondria, you're going to age faster. You're going to greatly increase your risk of obesity, type 2 diabetes, cancer, and other diseases of aging. Remember, deuterium is a natural substance and your body has natural ways to deplete deuterium. So just because I'm talking about these foods containing deuterium doesn't mean you have to completely like X them out of your diet and life forever. Okay. However, the negative effects of deuterium occur when we eat these foods containing deuterium and when we look at blue light through a screen and then we fail to deuterium deplete our cells. Our ancient ancestor didn't, didn't have to think about this because their lives weren't tethered to non-native EMF. They were tethered to nature and to sunlight. So let's tie this into juicing and bring this full circle because juicing is literally a deuterium bombshell. Juice is loaded with deuterium and the higher the sugar content of the juice, the higher the water content in the fruit and the vegetable, the higher the deuterium content is going to be as well. So think of your fresh pressed juice that you just spent $15 on at the local juicery as a glass full of deuterium. Now, deuterium, as I mentioned, makes things grow. Cancer, right? This is like when people have cancer, there's definitely a buildup of deuterium inside of the mitochondria and this need we need to deplete the deuterium in order to help rectify the cancer diagnosis to remove the tumor. Okay, this is, this is really, really important to keep in mind is that deuterium makes things grow. So the more deuterium that you have, um, that you get from your environment, foods, blue light, etc., you're going to increase your risk of cancer, your waistline will start to expand, and um, also you're going to become very fatigued and sluggish because when deuterium enters your mitochondria from the foods you eat, it's literally like putting molasses into your engine, into your energy tank. And the ATP energy production in your cells drops dramatically when faced with this insurmountable task of trying to turn deuterium into usable fuel for your body, okay? Deuterium will also make your liver fatty, your pancreas fatty, and it's going to wreak havoc on your gut microbiome. 99% of people today are not using a Nordic juicer when they're juicing and almost 100% of people are not accompanying that juice with a shot of fresh pressed beef liver juice. And almost 100% of juicers, meaning people who are juicing, are not engaging in ways to help deuterium deplete their cells. 
And until you do this, you cannot get any benefit from juicing. It's actually going to be more harmful than beneficial to your health. So how do you deuterium deplete your cells, your mitochondria? You need your eyes, your gut, your liver, your pancreas, and as much skin as you can in sunlight. Sunlight, particularly UV light, with a UV index of 5 or greater. And the higher the UV index, the more deuterium your mitochondria will deplete. This is the way nature designed you to deplete deuterium from your mitochondria. And this is a very, very uh, important reason why we all need to be practicing the Sunlight Rx. Now, there's a lot more I can say about deuterium, but when it comes to juicing, people need to know that our juicing methods are deuterium bombs, and when we don't deplete deuterium from our cells via strong UV light, we create huge levels of inflammation in the body. We make our liver fatty, our pancreas sluggish. Think of Steve, Steve Jobs on his juicing diet that he started for um, approaching his pancreatic cancer that he quickly died from. He died very rapidly and he went on a full juicing diet to approach his pancreatic cancer. Probably the absolute worst thing somebody with pancreatic cancer could do. If you have pancreatic cancer, an ancestral diet is is hands down a no-brainer. We sh- there shouldn't be things like glucose or juice in the diet. But when, when we do this, this juicing practice, we don't deuterium deplete. We create all of this negative chaos in our body. We, we increase our risk of obesity, cancer, and every chronic disease today. Modern people make their food choices based off of the linear nutritional statistics that were fed. Vitamin and nutrient content, superfood status, antioxidant content, etc. And... This is not a wise way to approach our diets or our health. To gain crystal clear clarity around our diet and food choices, we need to look at our ancient ancestors. They lived an outside life. Those in the tropics and the subtropics, they practically wore nothing, right? Just a loincloth and their entire body was practically submerged in strong UV light. And this is why plantains and other fruits didn't cause them to be obese or diabetic or inflamed because they had a way to deuterium deplete and glucose deplete these substances from their cells. They also weren't looking at a screen much of of the day, right? They didn't have iPhones. They weren't tethered to non-native. They weren't tethered to non-native EMF, right? And those living outside of the tropics, they didn't eat fruit and all their carbs when the UV light went away, right? These foods that are rich in deuterium content, they didn't eat these foods during the winter months. And therefore, they didn't get type 2 diabetes. They didn't get inflamed. They didn't get obese or, or gain weight during the winter months because the deuterium content in their foods was negligible during the winter months. Animal fats, animal proteins, they don't contain deuterium. Foods that contain deuterium are grown in strong sunlight. They're the carb-heavy, sugar-heavy foods. 
So before you decide to hop on the juicing train, consider your UV light availability, your EMF exposure, the type of juicer you're using, and then you'll be able to make a much more informed and wise choice regarding your health. Are you ready to start living your version of optimal health? I can help you get there when you sign up for an individualized ancestral diet plan. I'll work one-on-one with you to help you make leaps and strides with your health. I'll examine your lab work, constitution, gut health, and health history. And from there, I'll create a custom diet and lifestyle plan to help you improve your health naturally, effectively, and for the long haul. Go to heathershepherd.com backslash ancestral diets to get started. To learn more about rewilding your life and healing your body naturally, subscribe to this podcast and follow me on Instagram at sunlight underscore rx or visit me online at heathershepherd.com or wildandform.org.